Welcome back to the And She Did podcast. Today, we are very honored to be hosting Meta Hrovat. Meta is a highly accomplished World Cup ski racer from Slovenia. Debuting in her first World Cup at only 17 years old, now at 23, Meta has podiumed at four World Cup races. Meta just finished a very successful season, landing a spot on the podium both at Kronska Gora, her home resort in Slovenia, and at World Cup finals in Lenzerheide, Switzerland. Meta wanted to become an accomplished alpine ski racer, and she did. Hey, Meta. First of all, congratulations on your incredible season. I'm used to seeing you on TV, so it's unreal to have you here. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, everyone. I'm super, super happy and proud um, that you two guys invited me in your to be a um, guest in your podcast. And... Yeah, today it's a really busy day for me. So I'm still in the car. Um, I have my sweaty um, shirts and shirt on and um, I'm still on the go, but we're here and I'm super happy to, to be here. <laughs> we're so happy to have you here today. Um, honestly, all of your accomplishments are so amazing and we're just so in awe of you. And I think that our listeners will be too. So could you start off by telling us um, just a little bit about yourself? What kind of things do you like to do in your free time? Um, obviously, other than skiing. So um, I'm known as a pretty active person. I, I really don't like to be inside. So I'm all the time outside doing um, different kinds of activities. So um I just started uh, with paragliding, um, so that's a new thing for me. Um, I'm taking uh, lessons now, um, and yeah, it's um, I'm busy with that right now because I want to, before the winter season, I want to get things done and get my um, paragliding license. Um, otherwise, um, I, I like to be in the mountains. I like to be um, hiking, running, uh, climbing. Um, ski touring so being outside for me is a privilege and when I have free time I want to be outside so <laughs> wow that's amazing it sounds like you have a lot of different hobbies that you like to do and I guess let's go into kind of the ski racing part of your life and since ski racing is such a unique sport, we were wondering if you could tell us a bit about what ski racing is, just in case our listeners might not know. Hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm a professional alpine ski racer. Um, ski racing is a sport which is like pretty easy. You have to be as fast as you can around the gates, down the hill. So simple as that. Um, we are racing on different kind of, uh, kind of slopes. Um, they're pretty, they're all the time really icy. Um, and it's a sport where I like ski race, racing the most because it's, I feel really free when I'm skiing. So, um, it's for me like, um, sport when I can, where I can express myself in, in a way in a different way so yeah that's how I would describe ski racing 
That's amazing. Yes, I think that that connection to the outdoors and just being able to feel free is really wonderful. Um, yeah, so could you tell us a little bit about what initially drew you to ski racing? Um, and at what age did you start skiing? Hmm. Um, I started skiing when I was maybe two years old. I was super, super young. My mom always tells me that I was skiing better than I was walking. So, um, yeah, I'm skiing from forever, but I started with um, with uh, ski racing. I don't know, maybe around when I was around six years old or something. Um, but skiing is a big, big part of my life from the beginning. Um, and my whole family is really, really connected with uh, with skiing. So it was kind of natural for me to be a skier. Um, and I'm really glad that um, I enjoyed being a skier and I still do that. So it was meant to be like that. I feel that skiing is such a big part of me. Um, and it's just growing on me, so. Wow, that's incredible that skiing was such second nature to you since you were so little and that you progressed with it to such a high level. And of course, there are many different types of skiing events and we're wondering which ski racing events do you race in and which one is your favorite? So um, I ski, I'm specialized at technical disciplines, which are um, giant slalom and slalom. Now, the new technical discipline is parallel giant slalom, which is more, let's say, exciting for crowd. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I agree, but yeah. Um, so yeah, parallel giant slalom and slalom. And there, there are um, two more speed events, which are downhill and super G um, and Alpine combined. So that's pretty complicated to explain all, but yeah, I'm more the type of a skier who likes to turn a lot. Um, and, but I would like in my future, I would like to, to race in Super G2. So I will see how that goes. Um, I've started my first Super G this year in Cortina on World Championships. Um, but yeah, for now, more technical disciplines. That's amazing. And I had no idea that there were so many different kinds of races. So that's incredible that you're able to do so many of them. So we were wondering, what does your, a day in your life look like while you're training? It's probably a pretty intense schedule. Um, so we would love to hear about that. My days are pretty much like every day is different um so in summer i have completely different schedule and in winter totally different so if i tell you i don't know maybe one let's say typical winter day um training day it's we usually have to wake up really early um i don't know let's say we are out of our apartments at 6 30 um and before that i ha i have my <clears throat> morning routine um which are a lot of 
core exercises, stability exercises. I have to do exercises for my ankle because I had um, some problems with my ankle in the past. So that takes me around 45 minutes. Um, so I'm pretty an early bird, I have to be. Um, and then I go skiing. Um, the first like ski training, um, it's about three hours long because um, we don't do as many runs, but we have to rest in between um, and really focus on every run. Um, and yeah, I did the training. Then after the training, I have to go on the bike for, I don't know, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. So I put the lactic acid out of my legs so they will be ready for the next training. So I do that, then I eat. <laughs> uh, skiers eat a lot because we have to, um, because we, we need the weight because there is gravity which takes us down the hill. So it's not really good to be super skinny. You have to be um, as heavy as you can be and still really flexible. And, um, and then, yeah, I eat, then I rest. I like to read. Um, I read quite a lot, I would say. Um, and then I do silly stuff. I don't know, um, check my phone, yeah usual <laughs> or i don't know if i maybe sometimes i watch the series but right now i don't have any so yeah then um, i have the physical training which is um more like um speed drills and stuff like that and then video analysis dinner meeting and I go to bed pretty early, maybe around 9, 9.30. Yeah, and that's it. That's a busy winter training day. <laughs> yeah, wow. It sounds like your day starts at the crack of dawn and is pretty packed all day, but I guess that's the life of a ski racer. And of course, athletics have a lot of ups and downs, and we're wondering what has been the biggest challenge that you've had to go through as an athlete, and how did you overcome that challenge? Um, maybe I would say my biggest challenge was um, the injury of my ankle, which was pretty bad. Um, I had to go without skiing for 14 months. Um, and they said that, the doctor said that they, they were not sure if I would be able to ski again. So I was, um, at that time, I was 15 years old. And for me, that was... Um, I remember I had the doctor meeting in Innsbruck and my mom was with me. And then we drove back from Innsbruck to my home, Kranskagora. And I was crying for hours in a car, like without stop. Because um, yeah, they said that I won't be able to ski normally again. And there was always, always my my goal my dream so I was scared and confused uh, but then my mom she didn't stop um, she started she did a really big research um, and then we we found one um, actually a football 
doctor in Germany because the footballers they have a lot of common injuries like like this like mine and they did a uh, really like tough surgery and um yeah after that i'm still not really after five years i still have problems with my ankle but i can ski so um i'm really grateful for my mom and my family that they didn't give up they didn't said okay meta you have to be something else like maybe skiing is not meant to be no we were they were really fighting at that time because i was really young and i didn't even understand what what's really going on um so yeah i'm really grateful for my for my family and that was my biggest setback but <laughs> here i am now <laughs> That's an amazing story. And it's amazing that you were able to overcome that challenge, especially in the face of having people tell you that it, you couldn't. So um, that's that's just wonderful. And I think that so many of our readers will be inspired by hearing that. Um, with that said, I'm sure that um, with incredible success, especially in skiing, um, a high level of it must come with some pressure as well. So have you ever felt this kind of pressure or struggled with the mental game of skiing? And if so, what have your techniques been to overcome it? yeah um actually i struggle with that all the time um i have a really hard time because i want to do everything 100 percent. and if i don't know uh, maybe we have small fights in our team or the trainings before the race were not as i thought they have like they have to be like in a certain way and the weather is bad and the trainings are bad and I I didn't ski the way I wanted um I'm just really stressed out and I'm overthinking things and then I cannot be really focused just on skiing but I have so many problems that um sometimes it's uh it's really hard and i i can't manage to overcome those so um in this season in slalom um i didn't score almost no points i did like i scored uh, nine points because it was too hard for me i i i didn't know how to face the challenges that were just um, holding me back. Um, so yeah, I don't have everything figured out. So I may be successful, let's say successful, but oh God, I, I don't know how to do everything perfect. So maybe that's a thing. You have to know that even successful people, they sometimes, they don't have everything figured out. I don't. Um, but what I do, and it's like for me the, the hardest, I have to get away from people and just, I don't know, go running, do something, be active. And then my mind gets free and I feel better. Um, but I say again, I have to figure this thing out because 
yeah, that's, I think that's the hardest part of the sport, so. <laughs> yes, yeah. I definitely know what you mean. I think especially with ski racing, there are so many things out of our control, the weather, the training, the snow, everything like that. So sometimes it is definitely hard to go with the flow of things. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I think it's definitely good for me to know and good for all our listeners to know that even people who have been super successful are still figuring things out and kind of the mental game of athletics is a work in progress all the time and you never completely have overcome it. So thank you for sharing that with us. And to move on to a more positive note, I guess, if you had to choose one moment out of your career that um, you said was the best moment, what would be the moment that has stood out to you the most? <laughs> there are many moments which are really big for me. Um, but maybe um, my first podium in World Cup when I was really young and nobody was expecting that I will do such a good uh, runs. Um, and I, yeah, I surprised myself um, and everybody around me. And at that race I really knew okay maybe there is something in me maybe I maybe I can do this like maybe that's really uh my path and I like I chose the right sport and I think that was a turning point for me that I really like I knew okay I can I can be I can be there I can be good so maybe that <laughs> yeah that's amazing. I, I can't even imagine how exciting that must have been. Um, but it seems like you definitely worked very hard and earned it. So yeah, moving on to the next question, we were just wondering what um, has been the biggest thing that you've learned on your athletic journey? Because it seems like you've gone through a lot of things um, and accomplished so many amazing things. Maybe that you have that every for me every race but for people which are not like professional athletes um but for me every race is a new chapter so if i had a bad day yesterday it doesn't mean that the next day couldn't be great so i i've learned that because um usually when i had like one bad race the next race was bad as well or even worse um, but this year especially this year I've learned that if I had a bad race um, I can totally make the next day totally different and really good so um, it's the the mentality that it's it's a new day so it's a new chance maybe it sounds really lame but for me this season it was like this so yeah maybe that's one thing and the other thing is that sometimes life is really really hard and for us in sport it's it's sometimes i just want to say oh i have enough i i don't want to do this anymore i have enough but there are hard days, but they, the hard days come for a reason. And 
they really like hard days make me who I am. And I know even better why am I doing all of this? Because then I can really cherish the, the good days. And yeah, that, what, that is what sports taught me. Yes, that's so great. And I think it's so true that you learn so much more from the bad days than the good days, because you really have to reflect on yourself and see why you're doing it. And I think you learn a lot more about yourself during those bad days. So I definitely agree with you. And we were wondering, obviously, you're on the road a lot. And we're wondering, what sort of support system do you look for to keep you positive and confident? Um, Do you talk with your parents often? Or do you travel with your coaches? Or how does that go? I have my serviceman all the time with me and he's my really a big supporter and I can tell him pretty much everything and I'm really grateful for that because he's like all the time with me and when I have a problem I don't know even with the coach um, I can always tell him and if I have a problem with I don't know um, with my crush whatever I can tell him everything so that's great to have people like him with me on the road all the time and then I have a few friends which I know I can call them whenever I I I want whenever I need them and they know they can do the same so that's sad and um that good and my mom and my dad and my sister they're my biggest supporters so yeah um especially my mom (laughs) so I have quite a lot of people I need people around me I really don't feel good when I have nobody to talk to so thank god for phones (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's amazing that you've sort of been able to find a support system and take it with you wherever you go, because we know that you're traveling a lot. So it's just wonderful that you're able to have that in place. Um, And yes, um, our last question, which we're very excited for, is do you have any advice for other young women who are hoping to achieve incredible athletic goals, such as the ones that you've achieved? Hmm. First thing, I think that what, whatever you do even if they say it must be hard blah 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 I know sometimes it is but still you have you have to enjoy the process because if you only enjoy the good result I mean if you only have fun on that day or you only have fun when you celebrate the result I don't think that's enough that's one day a year or if you're really good 10 days a year I think that's not worth it I think that first thing you have to enjoy the process I'm not saying that every day must be super fun but in general I think it must be it must be fun most of the time um that's one thing and I think you have to keep it really really simple because whatever you think you you always have to do um something better i think if you work hard and be happy where you are at the moment 
I think that's great because if you're only looking, oh, when I will achieve that, then I will be happy. No, I think the, the most beautiful thing is to be happy right now here. And when you find that it's, it's easier, it's really, it's easier. So, um, yeah. And find something that you enjoy and that, and after that, I think it will be great. <laughs> thank you so much, Meta. Those are such wise words. And thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. You're an incredible athlete and an amazing person. Your determination and grit is so inspiring. And good luck with your training in this summer and in the future. Yes, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. To our listeners, we hope that Meta's story inspires you as much as it has inspired us. Stay tuned for more episodes and thank you so much for listening.